right. Yeah, do it. Welcome to Blockchain Bandwagon, the podcast where we explore the depths of blockchain, cryptocurrencies, and the technology shaping our future. Uh, we took off last week for July 4th, and I'm excited to be back. This is our 27th episode, and we'll be talking about startups once again. I'm your host, Chuck Chikuri, and today we are going to talk about exciting startups in the blockchain space. I am the founder of Tech Together MDM, a solution uh, is based on identity database for providers that is secure, immutable, and interoperable with existing systems. I'm here with my co-host, Brian. Brian and I like to research and study various aspects of blockchain technology, and we share that with our audience. Now let me hand over to my co-host, Brian, who will introduce us, introduce himself, and give us a sneak peek into today's exciting discussion. Hey, thanks, Chuck. Good to see you after a week off. God bless America. I am Brian. I've been in the staffing, uh, staffing business for over 25 years, uh, mostly in the IT space. Um, yeah, like Chuck had mentioned today on the podcast, we're going to be starting talking about startups again, the, the ones we are interested in and the industries that we're interested in. Um, unfortunately, last week we had a little technical difficulties. That's why we're having this uh, conversation again. Um, but before we dive in, Chuck, uh, I just want to remind everybody to uh, subscribe here at Call In. Also, check us out on Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts um, and listen to us there as well. We're here every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And um, take it away, Chuck. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Um, and again, we had a good, happy 4th of July. And today we're talking about startups because I I really like startups, Brian. Because I do too. Brian, these are, I see startups as visionaries, you know, they are like trying to chance and they are showing us what is possible in the future, right? They're showing us all the different possibilities and we know only a few will materialize, right? right. Only a few of them will materialize into reality, you know, and when I was looking at these topics, right? I mean, I like the ideas, but I also had to think how many of them will actually survive. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So will they survive? Uh, I mean, what are the chances of survival? Now, many will, but at the same time, how do I bucket them? So what I did is like I started researching. And in my research, um, I put like different buckets. Okay. Mm -hmm. In this bucket, what will survive? In this bucket, what will survive? And I had to figure out what those buckets are. Right. right. And how this bucket will, or all the players in that bucket will see the future. You know? Yep. That's how I did it. How did you do it? Yeah, I wanted to see... Uh more along the lines, who's the newest startups over the last, you know, couple of years. And, and uh, when I first started to look, it was all these startups that were, you know, quotes, and they are still, you know, startups that started in 2018 or so. But I wanted to see like, hey, what's the newest? What are, what are some of these newest companies? And where, where are the newest funding going to and, and things of that sort. So, uh, and I kind of wanted to see, hey, where else around the world were they doing? Um, what else were they looking at? And, uh, you know, who's starting these things? What are they doing? And all that kind of good. So that was uh, kind of went down a rabbit hole there. So uh, we kind of came from a, from a couple different points of view as usual. So that was what makes it fun. <laughs> yes. So, so we, when we decided, right, 
did you see any trends uh did any of the old companies still around honestly chuck i didn't even uh i didn't even dive into that part i, I just dove into you know what was what was really new and what was uh what was up and coming but that's a that's a great topic for a uh, another episode would be uh hey what's you know what what companies started how many companies started or what areas did they start and uh you know how many of them are around now or did they get bought by other companies you know that's that's pretty fascinating as well yeah so the reason i brought that up is there was one company called dapradar right uh, daps.com which was basically uh, a site that had a lot of all the new dapps that were coming right if you want to see mm-hmm. which are all three web3 apps that came up you could go there and there was one particular site that i was very fond of which i thought was at the time it was the youtube killer you know it was a site youtube okay mm-hmm. it was a, a video sharing site very similar to youtube and it was very popular you know it was one of the biggest things unfortunately and this brought me into the decentralized governance part of it you know mm-hmm. when there is this one guy or a couple of guys who were building this and they didn't get along right and then it went berserk there was nobody to manage okay and then there was like the whole thing collapsed kind of <laughs> right and they lost a lot of customers and a lot of enthusiasm was gone out of it and then now they those that company it's still there but it's now they're creating a dao oh right yep to, to manage it you know and it's still a sharing site and that kind of went down so it it kind of forced me to recalibrate you know my yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny like uh you know that uh, you know DAOs they're uh they're uh you know become a pretty, very popular especially in this sector and uh there was a couple startups that it started in 2022 that uh help people um get into that space and create uh, basically take all the take all the guesswork out of it almost like a legal zoom almost you know right you just go to yep. legal zoom to create your company well that's what you do to two companies poco and origami so those, those are pretty neat yes and and then the, so this is going to be a challenge i think for a lot of these companies right now an individual or a group of people they try to build something right and mm-hmm. if you once you have a decentralized network how are you going to organize it right yeah what is decentralized governance look like right yes <laughs> we don't have that and that was something i learned researching these things you know and uh, so i basically decided based on not utility but survivability right yeah yeah that's good yeah, i like yeah, it is cool i like it but will it survive if it doesn't survive what is the point <laughs> right yeah exactly because I, i there were a lot of uh, startups that i really like they're not existing anymore mm-hmm. you know so i had to rethink that so coming back to categories can you see my screen i have categories on there yeah i sure can yeah so when i look all these startups i uh, these are the buckets that i see today mm-hmm. right and i can tell you a couple of buckets that i know that that doesn't even they're not even on the radar uh i'm hoping there will be more buckets in future 
<laughs> sure. So DeFi exchange seems to be like the most prominent ones, mm-hmm. right? Uh, distributed finance. Again, these are again two types, Brian. One is uh, centralized and decentralized. Right. You know, we we already know the centralized DeFi, uh, you know, uh, distributed finance exchanges like Coinbase, Binance. But I don't know if this, do you still consider them startups? I mean, they're what? Five, eight, eight years old? They're not too old. I mean, so, I, I, I don't know exact uh, terminology for, uh, you know, what's an official startup and what's not, right? So these exchanges, the decentralized exchange, you know, that's Uniswap uh, is, I think, those are the ones. But then there are also a lot of uh, little startups called liquid liquidity. Okay. Uh, which is basically a decentralized uh, exchange, uh, but it is more of a, it doesn't go with the, your traditional order book or anything like that. It has a, where buyers and sellers can exchange outside of any centralized exchange. Hmm. It's kind of a Uniswap, AirSwap. You heard of AirSwap? I have not. So AirSwap is one such company. What they do is basically, they've been doing pretty good, even liquidity and AirSwap, because people are still swapping, but not a lot of volumes, right? Right. They swapped, I think, up to, to till now, some billions of dollars. But lately, in the last few months, they're only swapping like 100,000 or 200,000 swaps, mm-hmm. like very few swaps, right? What they do is basically you put your money into some deposit account on AirSwap. And then once you have that there, you then swap with anybody you like. Huh. And okay. then you can swap any any ERC-20 token. It's not like any specific, any token, like it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, it's on mainnet. You can write, uh, you can pretty much swap there. So AirSwap is a company uh, basically, you're still on Ethereum mainnet and you put your money into the deposit account and they'll give you an interface where you can swap with anybody. And so is that a swap anything on the Ethereum network? Yeah, all ERC-20 tokens. Yeah, cool. Any token awesome. that you have, right? So if I create a token of some kind and I don't need to create a mechanism to swap. Right. And I can probably swap with another type of tokens mm-hmm. as long as they are ERC-20 tokens. Cool. Right. So that is the, then NFT. Wow. NFT marketplaces are like so many of them. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, uh, yeah, I saw the you know, one that was started by, you know, co-founded by Tom Brady there, the autograph one. Um, okay. Maybe we got a chance to talk about that for, it's called autograph last week. Mm-hmm. Where uh, there's a ton of athletes and they're they're coming out with their own NFTs and special promotions and you know from Wayne Gretzky and Jeter to Tiger Woods and, and more. So wow. yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty neat thing. Yeah, I mean these NFTs can be like they can be art, they can be gaming, they can be photos, music, you know, uh, PFPs, memberships. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, 
they they have like i found that there are three top uh startups in this space one is jungleio blurio and opencio okay these these uh marketplaces i of all the different types of startups they have the best sites they are very mm-hmm. colorful with all lots of artwork categorized into <laughs> different categories right you can search by art you can search by gaming you can search by photos and and there's so interesting to look at you know i spent uh, like hours just looking at <laughs> sites yes that's uh, uh you know I, i think those are going to stay you know they're going to survive because yeah. people will need to trade you know there is already so much money going into nfts right? yeah i mean it's, it's i don't uh, know it's... how that will transform uh, right now it's just art what about real items like you know <laughs> not digital items most of these are like digital yeah all this you right know, yeah. if i have a membership you can trade it digitally but i haven't seen any kind of a physical asset exchange a yeah, physical asset where i can sell. Right. yeah so those are that category that i was talking about will come up yeah i i uh yeah i mean there's going to be at some point right uh, or i mean it may be pretty big now i just don't know um but the yeah that's you know digital tokens like you said the the physical nfts where it relates to some real world asset right so i don't know if that's like you know possibly real estate probably real estate i'm guessing would be a, a spot for it and um buildings things of that sort so yeah it's a uh, yeah. interesting yeah because i could see once a particular city or a county or a, you know puts all their real estate records onto a blockchain for sure right i know we talked about some of those cities that they're putting all their stuff on blockchain yep once that is on there any real estate transaction in that city can be on a blockchain yeah absolutely i think that's a, a great spot for real estate i think that's going to I, i i don't know when that will come i think current market conditions uh current uh and maybe after the election it happens i don't know at least in us i would be interested to see if any of the foreigner foreign countries are doing it i think there is i mean there is like like we spoke about there's there's a uh, places that are doing it it's not obviously not huge right now but there are, there's there are places that are doing it you know who would most likely do it first i think singapore yeah they they're kind of on the forefront of stuff right yeah and then it's also a small geographic area Mm-hmm. It's not like getting China or India or US on all of the property records on blockchain. You know what I mean? Yes, they can exactly. be a good model, right? Singapore is already ahead, and if they put all their real estate into blockchain, I don't know if they put. Then imagine once you have that, and if you have every property, every apartment, you can do all lease transactions on. Our monthly rent payments on blockchain, for sure, and it's you know again secure, irrefutable. It's great. 
yeah, I think uh, that is a category I'm, I'm definitely expecting to happen. You know? Yeah, and easier for, I mean, you know, super easy to invest in, right? As a yeah. investor or a person that wants to divest, you know, some of their interests, it's just, it's super easy. It just makes sense. Not only that, if you have a building and somebody wants, it, it probably provide more liquidity for people. Right, yeah, I would, I would agree. Right? If a whole big building is on blockchain, you know, the investment, anybody sure. can sell their stuff. Right now, it's very hard to do right now, right? It's yeah, it's hard, hard to have fun. people investing in ES unless you have a, you know, right? That's that usually done by a company. And again, that's only one entity. And yeah. then you're going to have, you know, a, a unlimited amount of entities on one property. Um, so it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a game changer for sure for people, right? So it's always inclusion is always the biggest talk about, right? Inclusion and getting people that aren't normally in things, uh, you know, invested or, or, or kind of in the quote in the market, uh, you know, Hey, this is, this is going to be the future. This is anybody can get in. Think about it. If I have a REIT, most REITs give out dividends, mm -hmm. right? And if a REIT has all its properties on blockchain, right? And all the rent is coming through the blockchain, right? And the dividend payments become so easy. Yeah, for sure. Right? Automatic, transparent. Right? And when even when I set up the fund, I can say, hey, this is how the dividends get distributed. Yep. Because now when we put money into a rate, you don't know when they will get dividend. You don't know when they will invest, where they will invest. Now people may have a say in where they want to invest. Maybe they can have a voting on a project before they fund it. Right, exactly. No, I think those categories, those categories are going to show up uh, next time we do this. And then sure. the third category is DAP listings. Have you seen any listing sites looking for uh, blockchain apps? Yeah, I've seen, I, I just haven't dove into them. Um, but yeah, I, I have seen them. Yeah, so I picked top three. Okay, one was called Dapp Radar. It's it's one of the oldest ones. It has a lot of, I mean, it's a, it's like almost two million monthly visitors. So is that one that you like would go on and create a create a app and then distribute it, or kind of what's that? What is it? Yeah, you can distribute it. So let's say I have a Dapp, right? I can list it on there. Okay. And then when you're searching for apps, you'll find my app. Huh. Right? So there are everybody, anybody's app, and some of them are not probably working properly uh, because they have almost, the oldest one has like the Singapore-based dap.com. Right. I mean, it, it has changed names a couple of times. It, it was dap.com, now it's dapt.io. Uh, mm -hmm. It changed hands. It has about 4,000 apps. Hmm. Right? I mean, it's really small number compared to the apps in App Store or Google, you know, uh, store. And do you uh, find, let me ask this, do you find that a lot of them are, uh, are games? Yes. Are they, yes, right? There, there are games. And then there are some personal productivity stuff, uh, mm -hmm. some uh, connectivity stuff, or like some are like 
uh, analytics, you know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll give you some strategies on how to invest your crypto. Right. Uh, so there are different types uh, apps, even some of the supply chain apps, uh, DBS is in there, you know, so people who want to use, so they have a lot of different apps that are like, again, you can go and look up different categories in there. Hmm, that's cool. Right. So that product is the oldest and it's getting to almost 2 million monthly users visitors. Wow. The other ones are not that getting that many. They're older. Right. Adapter is much cooler to look at. You yeah, know? I just took a look at I just took a look, a look at the a couple of the ones and uh yeah the for sure that the uh radar D app radar is is very well run. I mean you just tell by graphics and, and what yeah the graphics are pretty cool, right? Going to that site. It's, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it's it's interesting. All the logos of different apps. For sure. Uh, very neat. Right? So so those are I think will stay. Uh, and then I kind of look at them to think, look at the overall health of the blockchain industry itself, mm-hmm. because the industry itself, I think it's making a lot of progress, but I think in the last six months, nobody's talking about blockchain as much as they're talking about chat GPT. So uh, very interesting to say that I'm going to, I just ran across an article today that uh, was showed funding in the uh, crypto blockchain space versus AI ML learning for the last three years. So basically what, uh, four, eight, 12, 15, 15 quarters or so. Uh, well, it peaked in tw- about six quarters ago. Um, mm-hmm. uh, crypto funding. Yeah. And then it's, it's scaled back by, it looks like half. And then it's going to you know, definitely machine learning and, and AI is honestly, it hasn't picked up, but it's remained constant. And uh, it's, really? it's pretty interesting. I thought a lot of people put a lot of money into generative AI early this year. First quarter, second quarter. So it's always been pretty high. So it's always been, um, I can actually tell you numbers, uh, but it's always been, decently relatively high um i mean as in the bill you know in the billions of dollars uh i think it even at one point it was almost 30 billion dollars a quarter that it was uh and uh it was more down to about 15 billion the last two quarters here but whereas you know blockchain and uh crypto any crypto projects is, is down around the one to two billion mark now i see because oh, there it is. The, I've, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely. So it's about 20000000000 billion. So I'll tell you, in Q2 of 2021, uh, AI and um, machine learning funding was at almost $35 billion for that quarter. Um, now, mm-hmm. the last two quarters, it's been at $20 billion each. While, again, the uh, the crypto, crypto and, and blockchain funding has gone down for five consecutive quarters and now it's down to about two, roughly about 2 billion. So I mean, we're talking 10 times the amount being spent. Yeah. And what was blockchain when it's, when it was at its peak, you have that number? Uh, it was, uh, I'll just, this is a, this is the last, uh, what did I say from Q1 2020. So it was up at about, uh, I would say about 13 billion in Q1 2022. 
and then it has dropped precipitously since then. Like it's dropped 90% pretty much, right? If it's 2 billion. Yes, it's really dropped a lot. And it's so from Q1 2020 all the way up to Q1 2022, it pretty much had a steady increase almost. Like, you know, kind of uh-huh. up and down, but it still had a pretty steady increase. And then it's just decreased the last five quarters a lot. Whereas AI saw the same thing. AI and machine learning saw the same thing. A lot of growth up to, uh, up to about Q4 of 2021, Q1 2022. And then it's... Uh, pretty steady at $20 billion a quarter for AI and machines. I think this is very interesting. Yeah. That, so that tells you a lot of things, right? Like, although it's the hot thing, um, AI and machine learning is the hot topic right now. It's, you would expect it to maybe even be more funding than that. Well, that tells me that, hey, maybe purse strings are being, you know, looked at a little bit more tightly than maybe in the past, you know, hey, maybe than a year and a half ago. Yes. And I, 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 it's hard to say right now if blockchain funding will improve. I mean, blockchain still has a healthy funding. It's $2 billion. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's not like people are not spending money. They're spending yep. money and they're going to be very choosy. Right. And a lot of these categories that we are looking at, like they're pretty much stable. They have leaders in there. They have three top people in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And most of the, I saw the funding that went this year into crypto was not for new stuff, but it's basically they're expanding. Right? Yeah, which is they're expanding to different regions, different tokens, right? So the right. people who are already well established in these categories now they are actually want to scale. Mm-hmm. Right? So most of the investment is going towards the scale, right. so which is kind of a good thing because once you scale, you get more adoption. Right. And within the space, we've talked about this before, too, is it needs to uh, there at some point there needs to become a, a standardization at some point uh, uh, um, yes. across the across the industry where now it's the complete wild, wild west, um, which is, you know, could be great. Um, also has its drawbacks. But, uh, yeah, so as these companies get big and they show, uh, you know, show a good return and a good idea and, and just like any yeah. other company. Right. We, we have a caller. Maybe he wants to say something. Let's. Take him as a caller. Shadow. Hello. Hello, Shadow. Uh, barely. I barely can hear you. Not really. Hello. You have to unmute yourself. Well, he was, but it's a, it was like a bad connection or something. Oh, okay. That's fine. So what I was saying is, we, we don't know when they're going to come up. But one thing that is really tracking is our next category, right? The services. I think mm-hmm. there are enough people who are using uh, crypto services, right? There are mm-hmm. enough companies and enough investment already gone into blockchain, right? right? And there are a lot of services for these people. There are businesses, there are startups that are trying to provide services for these people. Like right. people who have a website, a Web3 product, there is a Web3 ma- marketing company, you know, they just specialize in marketing Web3 products. Mm-hmm. Right? And then more and more uh, people are asking for smart contract audit services. Right? There are, I think, three or four companies that actually audits smart contract software. Right. Even though blockchain has, we say it's transparent, but how many people can read Solidity code, you know? Yeah. 
they can't. No, you're right. I mean, you're right. This is a, it's a, such a good point as services space. I, I'm going to say that's one of the areas that's going to, that's really going to explode, I think, in the next, uh, in the next couple of years, because as people don't know what they're doing, right, they want to get into the space and they're yeah. not sure how to do it. It's kind of like, you know, when you first open up a business, you just don't know what to do, right? You don't know what you don't know. And so it's the same thing. Like I was talking about Poco before, yeah. Origami, they help you out, open uh, DAOs. Um, you know, there's a, a company called Axel that was started here in the U.S. last year that they uh, provide SDKs, APIs for, you know, to help you, anybody that would do a DeFi app um, that you could just plug and play. It really helps you as a developer to understand what's going on. And, and uh, you know, again, the services space, I think, is 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 primed to explode. Yeah, I, I group that because there are so many different types of services, mm -hmm. right? There are security services. They basically look at your hardware, software, make sure your infrastructure is stable. And then IPFS services is like a file sharing service, you know, yep. between nodes. Uh, there is a secondary, you know, layer right. of uh, behind it. And there are companies that host your app. So you don't even have to build it like, you know, platform as a service type of service. Mm -hmm. yep. And then there are so many that actually help you build a web app, like a no code that kind of thing exactly exactly right? so those i see a lot of opportunity but i don't see any leaders in there right now because hi they're still different. hi brian hi yeah. Chuck. um i have a question for you um what are the advantages and disadvantages of cryptocurrencies in what sense and to who though no like what are the the like what are the good parts of crypto using crypto and the bad parts of using crypto? I mean, just flat out, just crypto wise. I mean, you know, it really has, you know, crypto wise, it's, it's a different way of, of conducting business, right? So it's uh, uh, decentralized. It's um, completely away from really any government intervention and, you know, I, I can, you know, a whole nother episode or a whole nother topic is, you know, are these, are all these other tokens outside of really other, outside of Bitcoin? Um, are yeah. they, do they really have to have them? You know, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, yeah, Shardal, I think uh, that, is, that is not specific to this topic, but I'll answer your question anyway. Think of crypto as just money. Okay. It is another form of money, whether you're using uh, rubles, rupees, uh, dollars, is crypto is just another form of money. Only thing is rupee, dollar, or ruble, or dinar, they're managed by governments. Crypto, nobody manages it, right? It is just people agree to a certain value, and they can use that, that money as, uh, you know, think of it as real monopoly money. Yeah, no, the, the disadvantage is obviously you can, you know, there's, there's scams out there, and there's people that can take advantage and, and price manipulation. There's absolute price manipulation. Um, yeah. You know, that's absolutely a downside. And your project that you invest in to get your token um, can go belly up easily, um, as a lot of them do. Uh, it's really, it's like, it's, it's an investment. A lot of it is really understanding your investment vehicle, right? Yeah. It's a lot like buying into a company like a stock. Uh, Chuck, have you heard of uh, uh, OpenSea? That's also another uh, NFT marketplace. Yes. Basically where you can create a free account and you can browse NFTs immediately right on the platform. And you can also create your own NF NFTs, like if you yes. want to create your own NFT. Yes. We, we just talked really, about it. I've never yeah, that's heard of it before. Site. Yeah, that is a cool, pretty it cool looks, site. It looks a really good, a really cool platform. Yeah. Yes. Like, OpenSea is a great platform. Yes, OpenSea is. I've never gotten access to it. It's really cool. Like if you ever 
browse browse the, the platform and just look at what they have. It's a really awesome. uh, really interesting platform. Yes, I, I don't. I'm I really into like NFTs, stuff like that, but I really like to learn about NFTs. Yes, because I know many of my friends play like Madden and NBA and stuff like that, and they buy players with NFTs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they it's a really like it's 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 a rave now. Like, all my friends are doing it. Yep, very good, very good. Like it's 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 a popularity thing now. It's it's, it's like <laughs> right, everybody exactly. wants like some people say I want Steph Curry. Can you give me like <laughs> some another player for my player? Can we switch players? I'll give you mine for for yours. Yep. And and another um awesome. another uh, uh NFT marketplace is uh, NBA Top Shot. Yep, that's another. Which is one. um it it com- combines like a, a like a digital trading card experience. Um, yep. So you can, um, and it's also combined with blockchain technology. So, um, you know, I really love all these NFT marketplaces. There's so many, there's so many out there in the, in the world today. So many, um, but it, it yes. kinda, it's it, hard it, to keep track. Right, there's, there's so many great, yeah, there's so many great NFT marketplaces out there that it's kind of hard to like, you know, rank what your top five NFT marketplaces are like, kind of like in no particular order, trying to see which one is your which one, like you like from all of the great ones out there? No, I I did I did uh, research them and I found. What do you think of Jungle.io? Um, I haven't heard of Jungle.io. Um, can you guys give me an ex- uh, like kind of a description of what it is? I'll I'll go and research it up myself when I have my free time. Yeah, I I I'll paste that for you. Jungle.io and then the other one is Blur.io. Right. And then uh, OpenSea.io. Those are the three that came up as top, but maybe yeah, oh, other people may yeah, have OpenSea, different though, opinions. OpenSea, um, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, it's I really like you know that you come on your and you talk about this. When did you like just you were you like just did you just come on here and talk about you know different topics on here every day? Maybe you talk about something different on here, and then you know yeah, bring, bring about- different. Yeah, Shardal, we, we talk about, uh, we've been doing this for the last 27 weeks and every week we pick a new topic and this week we're picking up startups. So different type of startups. So NFT marketplaces was one category. And in that, when we were researching that, we kept, we, I saw OpenSea, I went to all these sites and I went to a bunch of them actually. Mm-hmm. These are the three I liked. Because and when you look reason. and when you look at um NFT marketplaces, you don't have to trade players on like if you have a video game system or something, you don't have to do it on there. You can also do, on your phone. They also have like apps like yes. sports apps, games, stuff like that. You can also trade trade with people on there too. You don't have to do it. You don't have to have a physical video game system to do it. Right. Exactly. You can so, also do it on your phone. They have like all these. You know, it's it's really cool how you know it's like. You can do it everywhere, right? You can do it on yeah. your phone, trade with, with your friends and everything like that. Anywhere, you know, you have a video. Um, if you have a cellular device, you can do have, it anywhere. Have you traded anything on these platforms? I don't know if I've traded anything, but, um, you know, but um, I think I should try and do it because I have, like, physical trading cards and I want to, uh, like, you know, and I want to create that similar envir- similar experience of go- doing it on here where I can trade my cards with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I have physical trading cards, but the good thing about NFTs is that 
it's not money like you can you can trade like you you can trade like uh video clips with other people maybe mm-hmm. there's like a player's video clip that you like maybe like you like a highlight of a player you don't know usually when you go on places you have to pay money to buy that clip on oh on nba top shot you don't have to pay money to buy that clip you can buy you can get it for free hmm. cool so if you like a certain highlight or a player that you like and you say I want to switch your um, highlight with my highlight. You can give them your highlight, and you can tr- buy and trade each other person's highlights. Oh, cool! That's neat. And then you, yeah. I mean, I just I just mentioned NBA Top Shot because I really love basketball, and it's it's <laughs> uh, it's an NFT marketplace, and it's one of the categories for what you're talking about. So that's why I just wanted to bring it up, and I'm happy I could connect it with your lecture. Yeah. No, oh, it's a. It's a place that, I mean, you get connected with the sport or the topic or the, you know, the person, the athlete, the actor. And, actor, and, and the reason no. why um, I, I, I mentioned NBA Top Show is many uh, I see on commercials. Uh, I see many, um, you know, people mentioning it. I don't know mm-hmm. how, how wide people have mentioned it, but it's people have been talking about it and just saying how cool, how cool it is to, you know, trade, you know, trade, you know, NFTs with each other and buy and trade and sell other things. Yep. Agreed. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Cheryl. Uh, let's move on to yeah. the next topic. Awesome. Uh, so, Brian, we were talking about services. Yeah. Right? Uh, services are going to be like a big deal. And I think they, that category is going to grow and we'll see a lot of startups. Right? But there are no specific leaders at this point. And then the next uh category that i found was this is still a growing area a lot of startups i don't know how many of them will survive the jobless because there's so many people wanting in the, to be on the blockchain and there are a lot of jobs coming up for blockchain so there is a, a lot of companies that yeah, are we talked about this in, couple weeks, yeah we talked uh, this jobs, a couple weeks ago and it was, uh, yeah. yeah when we talked about talent Yep, right, exactly. talking about talent. We're talking about job, jobless, yeah. talents and, and things of that sort. Yeah, so there's there's definitely a couple that are out there that are that are really good, but I, I don't know a, a lot of them, right? I, I don't know of a ton. There, there's a couple. Yes, and, and the, re- the reason I put that in there, uh, these companies in there, uh, Brian, is remember I was telling you how long they survive? And for them to survive, they need like big investor backing. Mm-hmm. Right? right. They will not make money right away. And somebody exactly. with deep pocket should be supporting them, right? And some of these guys are backed by really big investors. They have like a lot of runway, you know, they can sustain for a long time. Yep. And, you know, whether the downturn in the economy or whatever headwinds they get, you know. So these are the things that I, I specifically like, the Web3 career, CryptoJobs.com, uh, CryptoJobsList.com. And they're getting a lot of visitors. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, my final category is uh, browsers. Mm-hmm. Have you used the Brave browser? I, have, I really haven't. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to really dive into that and do, you know, start start really diving in because you mentioned that a few times. Yes, I mean this is a totally a Web three browser. Uh, it doesn't use. Uh, I mean, it does use some HTTP. But it actually connects to uh, data on a blockchain, mm-hmm. so it serves up content from blockchain. 
right? It runs on IPFS and it's it's pretty cool and it will let you connect your wallet to anything, right? So it's a much better uh, browser itself, but there are other technologies like that that pretty much so have let me a ask you, to you, you know more a lot about the browsers than I do. Um, so is it more so, you know, the dark web browser, right, Tor? Um, so is this like a dark web browser almost where you can't be tracked? Like it's not no, 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 track. no, no, this can be tracked. Uh, Tor, the, the dark web browser, the onion, or the, those websites are usually use a totally different protocol. I mean, the way they do it is very simple. You send your message to somebody and that message, it's still HTTP. It's not Web3, right? The dark web browser. Okay. You send us the message, it sends it to somebody else. Somebody puts another packet on it and then descript it, send it to somebody, 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 somebody. Mm-hmm. By the time it, nobody knows where it came from. Right. And then it comes back in a different way. Okay. Nobody can see who sent it, who got it. So almost like laundering money, right? It's yeah, it's, it's exactly laundering. laundering data. You want laundering yeah. your website, uh, laundering data, right? Yep. And it's all like it comes back to the right place because when you search something, it has to you got to get the result. Mm-hmm. But it goes through so many people, huh. and then who asked for it? And you got something, but it nobody knows that you have you got what you got and what you asked. Only you know, right? So I can't say, oh, Brian asked for this and he got this. Right. So that is the, that is that web browser. This one is actually uh, uses data on a blockchain. Let's say right now, if I want to watch a YouTube video, mm-hmm. right? What happens is it goes to YouTube servers and get me, gets me the video. Right, right. Now, if I want to watch a YouTube video on Brave, it goes to a local node to see if it has. Hmm. Okay. If it like that whole video is broken into tiny pieces. Okay. Hmm. Right. So whoever, if, if my neighbor saw it yesterday and it, it will just come from there, it won't even go anywhere. Oh. to search. For it. Okay. So if I need this video and I, I ask for these 10 pieces to everybody on the node. Okay. So whoever has that piece, they bring it and I put all together and I show the video. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's kind of a distributed way of getting data to your browser. Got it. Not from a central place. Right. So, and then obviously you have wallet connectivity and all of that. So there are basically two categories. You can write a new browser, which is a Web3 browser, or you can put a plugin to your existing Chrome browser, Mm -hmm. which will make Chrome behave, work with Web3. So they have those two. So some companies mm-hmm. have a plugin or a browser plugin that allows you to browse Web3. So that, those are cool. coming up. Those are very interesting. Yeah. Now we also have some data to share. I think we put this together. You yeah, there was just some, you know, just some uh, quick, and I, again, this is a, uh, you know, stuff that was probably done at the first of the year or, or whatnot, or even last year. So it'd be interesting to go back and see like, okay, is there any change and will AI really surpass it in a big time way? And 
you know, kind of what we saw, what we talked about just, you know, 15, 20 minutes ago about the funding going into AI versus blockchain crypto um, and specifically in the startup space. So it's a, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, I thought the biggest, the biggest takeaway out of all of this, you know, all these numbers was that, uh, you know, blockchain space growing by, you know, almost 86% a year from now until 2030. I mean, that's almost, that's almost doubling every single year. Wow. Which is humongous. I mean, that just shows you that, hey, you, the train didn't pass you by. You can still jump on. Plenty of time to jump on, but uh, it's going to get late fast, as they say. Wow. But then there, I think I really feel that there is a pause right now in the market. You know? Yeah, I, that's why I say it. so it'd be interesting to see what people think now or what, you know, what some of these uh, research studies show now in the blockchain market. Instead of, you know, 86%, is that going to be down to 60%? Is that at 82%? I, I don't know. It's just, I think it's a very interesting time. Hey, even in a few years, it's going to be $67 billion. Yeah, it's insane. Huh. I mean, it's, there's a lot of growth. So, I mean, basically, that there's just that slide showed that there's a ton of opportunity, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I also have some links on there. Uh, there are a couple of things here that are very fascinating startups. Uh, one of the things that there are some apps that are fraud detection apps, right? They, mm -hmm. because crypto is getting transferred right and there are a lot of scams out there like you know hiding or money laundering or things like that so there are actually ai right. companies that actually go through look at all these transactions on crypto and help you detect fraud right so those mm -hmm. are becoming very very popular uh another interesting thing the reason i put this hacken.io.audits this is a mm -hmm. company that any company that wants to go, uh, you know, even most companies to be even invested, they need to get their security smart contracts audited by some company. Sure. So Hacken.io does those kind of audits. Hmm. So okay. let's say I have a startup and I build some smart contracts and I hired Hacken uh, to audit my smart contracts, my code then they will give me a certificate and they will evaluate all my smart contract code. Hmm. And then they publish that on their website. Hmm. So if you want to do business with me, you can, I can tell you, Hey, my code is clean. I have a certificate from hacking. Hmm. Then you can go to hacking website and then see what vulnerabilities I have, what risks I have in my code. And then you can do decide to do business with me or not. Hmm. or use my, my app or not, right? So those right. kind of services are, every startup, even to be investable, has to get an audit done. Hmm. So there are three of these audit companies and they audit all smart contract code. If it's not audited, then it's not good enough. Right. And then they can also help you, hey, your code is not functioning correctly. There is some background, you know, with FTX and all, all these background code that they were swiping off millions of dollars. So these companies do that and they are going 
I put those links up there. So anybody interested can go and look it up and see all the new companies that are building code for Web3. And then the other interesting app is Get Converse app. I, t- I don't know if I told you about this. Mm-hmm. This one is, if once you're on a uh, blockchain, you have an address, right? That's your wallet address. Mm-hmm. And people can send you money. So what these people have done is you take your wallet address and you can use that for messaging. So mm-hmm. I can send a message. Right now, if I want to send a message, I send to your phone or I send to your email. What if I want to send a message to your wallet address? Hmm. Right, so exactly. These, yeah, these guys wrote that. Because your wallet address is unique. Only unique to you. So if I send a message, it will definitely go to you. And particularly if I send you a, a signed message, only you can open it with you. Hmm. And nobody else can see it. So that's kind of an encrypted technology, which is taking advantage of the blockchain cryptology. Brian, I just uh, I just downloaded um Brave. I mean, uh, to me, like it looks like a like it looks like Chrome but faster. Oh wow! Okay, yes. cool. Like it has YouTube. Like you could watch clips on Brave. I... Cool. I'm gonna yeah. check it out. I don't know. We yeah. can't hear you. Yeah, you cut out again. Sorry, shut off. Yeah, I'll check that out for sure. That's that's cool. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, it is faster. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, and then the so that's that's what I have here. So let's on closing thoughts. What do you yeah. think? Uh, what's your opinion on the current state, Brad? We I know we kind of talked about it while we were talking about it. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, I think it's uh, definitely still, you know, maybe it's not as, as uh, hey, people throw money at anything anymore. You know, hey, you actually have to have a business plan or have a, have the idea and not just say, hey, give me, give me 10 million. I can, I can come up with something. Uh, but which is, I think, good. I think that's healthy is you, you need some type of plan. Uh, I think it's still a healthy market and it's going to only going to grow as we've seen by, you know, projected numbers of what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, as people adapt more. Um, and there's, frankly, there's spaces that are going to grow that we just don't know a lot about, whether it's, uh, you know, I saw a couple startups about, uh, you know, carbon trading and they have carbon farms across the world. There's, uh, um, there's a company that does waste trading. And so, you know, Hey, I would never even really, uh, you know, carbon trading, I guess I understand the other, I just, I had no clue. I did. It's pretty neat. So you know, as, as that gets more important to people, as you know, people are, you know, world conscious about, you know, the environment and things, those, those are going to be more, more in people's minds. Hey Chuck, so um, what, of- what made you find about Brave? Like what, what made you learn about this new web browser Brave? Like, um, I, 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 this is my first time really, really, uh, experimenting with it, like going into it, diving into the app, seeing what the app has to offer. Yeah. I've been using Brave for a long time now. So I don't even know when I didn't, and, and it, and, when I got into and it. And I didn't realize it's like it's it's definitely faster than Chrome. Like I like you know it, it looks like Chrome, right? It looks newer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could you could you could do everything that you normally do on there, right? You can go on your Twitter and and go there, go to your Google, your Gmail, watch videos yeah. on YouTube. 
Just like you do on Chrome, just like you do on Safari, any other normal oh. web browser. Cool. Yes. So yeah, thanks for bringing that that up to me, Chuck. Um, uh, you know, you're the first person that brought that up to me. I wouldn't even know about the uh, the web browser until uh until you mentioned it. So thanks for bringing that up. Thank you. I mean, that's what me and Brian try to do. We we go because I because you de- you I mean you 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 come up with these things and then now people want to go up there and buy uh, go and 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 uh, get it you know so they can and they can uh tinker around with the app and see see what it has to, what 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 uh, fun things it can bring. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So thanks for uh, for doing that, guys. Sure. Thank you. Welcome. So I would open up the call to uh, other callers. Uh, Shiva or S or Ashok, any any thoughts on what the current startups or startups you like to see, Shiva? Yeah, there is plenty of area. See how this is like a, how this like support for the all the development uh, example like airlines is one of the case where mm-hmm. we do uh, using the DeFi features like uh, airline international airlines they pass through multiple countries the multiple airports. They have to exchange all the currency. They have to set up the banking system in each country. They want to operate on all things. They have to go through on a lot of, uh, because of banking system, they have to cost very high. So using this DeFi and uh, other like features of blockchain, they can go through one payment system. And also they can set up a smart contract between the countries. They have two parties in that. Uh, matches they will automatically execute so many things can be done but how this this has to be come with a lot of big companies has to come together and they have to develop and they have to enhance to come to that area it's a beginning phase right huh. he brings up a good point maybe one of these things we should do how does that transformation happen you know what i mean sure at, at, at that level Right. I agree. I know needed. Yeah, especially blockchain will give more uh, pro or the current system. So, but this has to come with multiple countries. Big companies has to come into for this development, and it will stop for the payment of other country bank, banking systems. Right? So it's lost to some area and advantage to some area. How this will come up? It may need some time mm-hmm. to see the blockchain with a very big, very big. Awesome. Yeah, and also even the voting system. So the current paper system, right? like uh, you no need to go in person to the booth, do all things. We can do, uh, governments can support on the blockchain related voting system, electronic voting system, where you need not to travel. Or you can yeah. as a you know, you know Shiva, you're right. We talked about, uh, when we first talked about different use cases, yeah. right? We talked about uh, polling and you know voting systems uh, that could be possible, but somehow I haven't seen many startups or anybody trying to do that. Yeah, right? even the airlines. Right? Airlines making a lot of loss every time because of so many things they are undergoing. Using this kind of technology, they can minimize huge. But who is going to start up and how? Oh, that's need big uh, investment. So who is going to come up with first? Uh, that that would be a good one. <laughs> so anybody wants See, to travel this Hi, yes, we got. Hey, Ashok. 
You have to unmute yourself. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> I think he's still on mute. You're talking on mute, my friend. Yep. You're right. I, 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 there are a lot of, you know, I was at a conference uh, a few weeks ago, uh, chief data officers, everybody is trying, evaluating, not, they're not doing any projects, but they're evaluating. Yes. You are absolutely right. I think I recently, Elon Musk tweeted saying Web3 is dead. <laughs> okay. They, they, he, 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 he didn't say Web3 is dead, but Web3, I don't see a future. Right. So people are not seeing, they see what it can do. They see its value, but they're not really seeing the potential fully yet or like the advantage of it. Uh, but what we are saying on this podcast is what people have been saying it for, I don't know, five, six years. And you're right, Ashok. People have to, somebody has to come and prove a use case right, that really disrupts. 
existing way of doing things. Or a company needs to see, you know, just you know, a company on an individual basis needs to see that it helps them out, whether it's in one little area or one little project or whatnot and shows success and a good ROI and, and that it helped, you know, hey, that's for the greater good and, and benefits the company and the people involved. And uh, it grows from there, right? Yes. And, and then not only that, Brian, I think I talked to a couple of people, they're saying, okay, I build it, it works. But then why do I have this one different thing if it doesn't work with the rest of them? But it can be said about every single system that's ever been brought, right? Why do I have this other uh, one little thing, right? Now, you know, now you have CRMs that bring out everything together and you have, you know, big ERP systems that bring everything together. Well, there are all these little systems out there, right? You have all this system, a system, a system, a system, a system. It's the same thing. Um, so you have to show use cases for why. But see, the blockchain is a different tech stack. Yes, right. these different, different things are their current way of building, right? They, all those systems, they have one way of building a system. But this is a new way of building system. I think that's where the hesitation is. I don't know. Sure. Absolutely. Cost is always a cost and it's new, right? Yeah. And non-standard. Exactly. Anyways, I think uh, Shardal probably wants to say something before we go. So cool. let's, uh, let's see. Shardal, um, yeah. Some ex some future expectations for uh, potential startups will be uh, sustainability. Maybe use energy efficient waste like um, maybe solar powered um, roofing. In, in, you know, you brought up a very good point. Actually, there was a, somebody came to me. Uh, this is about 5G antennas, mm -hmm. right? And apparently there are some 5G antennas that you could put on your building and it collects, it's part of a blockchain node. Hmm. Okay, so you invest money to buy this antenna and you put it on your rooftop. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the website, you go sign up for that website. You pay some money, they'll ship you that. And if there is not enough coverage in your area, they will give it to you. So hmm. once you put it on your house, that blockchain will generate money for you, depending on how many people are making calls through your antenna. Right? So those kind of things are, some of them are there. I think that's what's going to happen, Charles. You're right. With a lot of those data movement, you know, Mm -hmm. Awesome. Anything else before we uh, say goodbye? Uh, no, um, I don't. I don't have any other. Uh, are there any other uh, questions to ask you guys? But uh, just, just I'll stay notified for your show. And next time you have on call in, um, I would love to hop on and be a speaker um, and uh, share my, share my insight. Uh, but, awesome. Um, I think you guys, you guys are very professional. You know what you guys are talking about. Um, I bet you know that's something really cool. But uh. You know, I'll see you guys next time. But it was great uh, hopping on and uh, and 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 uh, and, sh and 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 uh, uh, you know, sh sharing a little. Like I don't know a lot about what you guys are talking about, but I'm trying to do my best to contribute to the discussion as much much as possible. So, you know, no I'm problem. Trying. You you can go and see Shardal. You can go and see all our previous podcasts on Spotify, uh, Google, and uh, Apple. And you'll get a flavor, at least by looking at the topics. 
right? So if you go back and look at all our topics. Why I didn't why I couldn't contribute too much is that, you know, this isn't my field, but I still, um, you know, attend like um, semiconductor co conferences. I still attend that, even if it's not my area of expertise, but I still like coming on here, um, you know, uh, to share to share a little bit of what I what I know with you guys. Yeah, we just we started this. We started this for a collective experience. So it's, uh, you know, we're all learning at the same time. So it's a, a great thing. Bye, uh, so uh, uh, check by Brian, and I'll see you guys next time um, on calling. Cool. Okay, thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, and uh, hey, Shop. Okay, Shiva, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Bye bye, guys.